That's going to wrap it up for the Sunday survey part of the conversation. We're going into part two, which is a Q&A with Britton Cameron with Vendetta Strength. All right, Britton, can you give us a little background on yourself? Like, uh, what do you do for your career? And then take that into how Vendetta came about. Yeah, so my day job is a mechanical engineer. I am 27 years old, so pretty young, at least I think in my head. Let's see. Graduated college in 2017. Spent two and a half years doing robotic automation and tooling design, like robotic load fixtures, robotic tooling, assembly line fixtures, specialized assembly tools and stuff like that for like your major automotive companies, Volkswagen, to name one of them. Then I actually went to Volkswagen and worked directly for them for a short little stint um, in their battery factory here in Chattanooga um, on that startup project. And then I got a call to see if I was interested in coming over to the world of nuclear power. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that, uh, that sounds pretty interesting. So took the interview, got the job offer while I was on my honeymoon. Well, actually I took the interview two days before I got married, got the job offer while I was laying on the beach, um, in St. Lucia <laughs> on our honeymoon and, uh, looked over at the wife and I was like, what do you think? Um, we talked it out and then made that decision. Um, jump ship and went over there. And then I've been there for a year and a half now. So I am a reactor coolant system engineer at a nuclear power plant. So basically the 300 and something thousand gallons per minute that's pumping through the reactor 24 seven. That's what I am responsible for maintaining. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, how did Vendetta come out of this? You've got some, some tooling experience in there. Did that kind of start it? Yeah, so that is definitely where the foundation of it all um, came into play. Coming out of college, um, I had a good bit of design experience because I did like the, uh, it's called the SAE Baja Challenge, um, where we basically kind of design and build a one-seater Polaris Razor from the ground up. And then we go out and we race it against like 110 other universities across the world and beat the crap out of it for, for four hours and see how well you do and see if it survives. Then I learned a lot more during my two and a half years of design doing automation or robotics and stuff like that. And then when I left Volkswagen um, and went to uh, nuclear power, I was giving up that design side of things, that 3D design and that like basically just building stuff from the ground up. I, I, I gave that up. So been in the home gym world since 2019 when we bought our house, just been slowly building out my gym. And as I was building out my gym and working out down here, I realized like, hey, like some of these some of this stuff can be done a little bit better, maybe designed a little bit differently to add some additional like capabilities to it and functionality to it. And I was like, well, I was like, I'm going to start tinkering. So I started tinkering probably like, like late 2020, early 2021 with that leg extension. And then from there, it's just kind of uh, snowballed and picked up from there. So I just started out doing DIY stuff, tinkering, and here I am. I decided to finally launch my first product. Yeah, and, and speaking of your first product, can you tell us about the, the jammer arms? Yeah, so you can see it right here over my shoulder. So they're jammer arms. Um, right now, it's just an adapter mount that takes the place of an existing jammer mount. And it has 15 different positions that you can adjust the starting position of the jammer arm to, of that lever arm. And it's at 15 degree increments. So you got 0, 15, 30, 45, 60 so on and so forth, all the way to 180. And then you can insert the pin through the jammer arm and lock them in place. So you can lock them fully down, 
how to lock them at any any position throughout there, lock them up and out of the way. And what that allows you to do is basically whatever your imagination can come up with. I've came up with and demoed a few variations um, on our Instagram, but uh, I'm excited to see what the rest of the community can can kind of think up and come up with out there as well. So, can you give a few examples of what yours can do with that attachment to it? Yeah, so you can do. I think probably my favorite is like a seated shoulder press because traditionally with a lever arm, it's you got to start out in the down position where you got to somehow get it up into that starting position via like chains is a common method out there or putting spotter arms on it and then trying to figure out where that proper angle is. But this makes it a lot easier. So seated shoulder presses, you can put it at like 45 degrees um, starting position um, or 60 degrees and then you can load it up with your plates on each side and then you can do shoulder presses from there. You can do bench presses, um, incline bench press. You can do, let's see, I've shown dips on there where you lock them out at 90 degrees. I've shown sit-ups, leg raises, reverse hypers with it as well. I'm working on that, on a better version for that. So, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm still, every time I kind of mess with it, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I can try this. I wonder if I can try that. So, so in, in creating that and this being like your, um, your side gig, really, what kind of equipment did it take? Where are you sourcing your materials from? That, that kind of thing. So I have, um, I have a 3D design software um, on my personal computer. That's the biggest thing. You can get them out there yourself if you ever do have an idea. SketchUp is a valuable resource. If anybody ever wants to tinker with their own ideas, um, it's free. But that's probably the biggest thing is the 3D design software. Outside of that, got a 3D printer, drill press, belt sander, TIG welder, MIG welder, band saw. And that gets me to a pretty good point as far as like coming up with general ideas and kind of quick prototyping. After I do that kind of initial prototyping with that stuff, then I'll either CNC plasma cut them or CNC laser cut them, depending on like the tolerances that I need and how, how, how important those are and how important that fitment is. And then from there, that gets me all the way through the prototyping. McMaster car, I use them a whole lot um, for, for parts, and I've seen them tossed out in the pages and stuff like that, like the DIY pages and whatnot for sourcing parts because there's a plethora on there. So I would say, yeah, McMaster car for parts, um, 3D software, 3D printing, welder, drill press, bandsaw, or some kind of means to cut metal with. Sorry. I'm not, I don't have that engineer brain, but like you're, you're, you're designing it on, on a, on a 3d software and then it, it kind of breaks down the pieces it would take. And then you get those pieces made, it gets sent to you and then you're assembling and you're welding and you're doing that part on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much that's it. I mean, like in, in the 3d design software, I mean, you have to basically design the shape of it, uh, the shape of the metal plates, um, how they interlock together, like having slot feature or whether you're going to bend them in a press break or something like that. And then you can upload your good thing about McMaster um, is you can drag and drop a lot of their parts straight into it. And they have 3D models that are readily available. Um, so you can just drag and drop those into your assembly and go from there. And then, but they don't have everything. So some things you do have to use like your tape measure and calipers for and kind of reverse engineer and then then make a model and then fit that into the actual assembly. Um, and then once you get a working assembly out of your idea in 3D design, then from there you uh, take the dive to start dumping some money into it and, and seeing if it actually works in real life. 
and that's that's where the fun begins because I've got boxes and boxes full of uh, parts that have ha that have either not worked or not worked as well as I wanted them to, or not worked at all. And then, with your uh, jammer arms, can you talk about some of the attachments that you've been designing and and um, prototyping to go with them? Yeah. So there's another one right there peeking over my shoulder. That is a removable handle attachment and it is adjustable. I do not have the handle attached to it right now because um, I don't want to give too much away, but it is, it will be extremely adjustable. So you'll, because a lot of the current handles out there, they, uh, some of them are too narrow. Some of them don't have the grip variation that you want um, to hit that specific muscle. Um, or that specific angle, so that's what uh, that's what I'm working on. Okay, and then I'm I'm sorry, I I saw some of your videos, and I'm I'm just pulling it up to relook. You have benches coming off of the rack. Yep, yeah, I do have. So that is actually you. I showed you the leg extension earlier. So that is this cushion right here. Uh -huh. um, that's where this cushion came from. This is not the final production um, model of it. This is just a quick prototype that I taught myself how to do upholstery. <laughs> so that was fun. But yeah, so we are working on an attachment that attaches this seat to a three by three tube and it will have a multi mount. So don't want to give too much away there, but you can use it for parking your rear end on or for parking your triceps on. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right, so you kind of took us through the process of designing new products. How many would you say you currently have cataloged right now that are kind of in the works? Uno, dos, tres, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, probably six is a good number. Is it kind of all centered around like the jammer arms or are they like different style products? So let's see, two, one, two, three. Three of them are centered around jammer arms. The other three are standalone attachments. Got a flywheel in the mix there too. So super excited about that one. Actually been sitting on that one for, yeah, about April of 2021 as well. And I've got a box of failed 3D huh. parts right there that uh, didn't work out as well as I wanted them to. <laughs> so that was several design iterations of months and months and months. Are you hoping to bring the price down for us? average home gym consumers oh yeah man it uh it will not be 800 900 1200 1500 2400 dollars i will tell you that nice. <laughs> flywheels are one of those things that people look at and it's like how does that thing work and until you actually get your hands on one and start playing with it you don't understand how much of a pain train that they truly are like they're, they they will work you like three weights will not work you. That's why when I built my first prototype, I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, I gotta I gotta kind of narrow in on this one because I feel like a lot of people are missing out on the benefits that they do provide um, just because that that price tag is so darn high. Uh -huh. So that's that's the goal of those is hopefully getting it out there at an affordable price that all of us home gymmers can afford. All of us regular dudes out there that are working our our jobs and putting food on the table and trying not to blow the family budget too much so we're also supporting our hobby and making some fitness health gains and stuff like that so yeah and you um you had brought up and uh mentioned your um 
the the journey you kind of took with the leg extension leg curl do you have any other things that you kind of like put on the back burners like that you just kind of give it up on you might take out later or the the leg extension leg curl that was the first one that i sidelined um then the, the flywheel was the second one that i sidelined and then while i've been building these jammer arms i was simultaneously doing these other products too that i just mentioned so yeah i mean i've got four or five other products that are just kind of sitting there right now got a magnetic j cup here that i prototyped way back in like 2017 or 18 right around when i graduated college you can see how i just roughly drew those holes in there and there's actually a magnet still hidden in there collar so, you said Jacob. yeah yeah or yeah my bad collar yeah. yeah there's a magnet hidden in there so it works so but man the other magnets have fallen out by now but <laughs> whatever but so and that's that's kind of the thing that really pushed me over the edge to to finally start building my products and, and getting them out there was I saw too many of them, uh, too many of my ideas that I had thought of and that I had prototyped. And then I just kind of talked myself out of doing them because I was like, ah, nobody really wants that. And then I finally just got frustrated enough and I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. I was like, I'm tired of seeing this. <laughs> so yeah. if anybody out there is, is feeling the same way that has, a, has an idea that's been simmering in the back of their head, Start doing it, man. Start putting some pen to paper. If you need some modeling help or something like that, reach out to me. I'll be happy to help you get it off the ground. Or I know the guys over there at Abmat are, are super into helping people get their ideas off the ground as well. So reach out, do it. Um, it's it's very fruitful. It's very rewarding and, and satisfying. Yeah, that was a question I was going to have when you uh, talked about the leg extension leg curls. Like, what was that feeling like? You know, you, you have this uh, pretty much exact design that you've also had for over a year and then here it is kind of like making its way on the scene yeah it uh definitely hits you hits you hard um heart kind of sunk a little bit and you're you got that lump in the back of your throat like you're frustrated uh kind of just frustrated at yourself more so than anything because uh you just didn't didn't follow through with it is the biggest thing so yeah it's not not fun seeing your designs getting out there even if you never release them or if you tease them or if you have released them and someone else just steps in and starts making a, a copy of them. That is the biggest kick in the face to any any designer and, and inventor out there, which I aim to stay in my lane and not hopefully not step on any of those out here, especially these small companies um, out here like uh, Surplus Strength and Micro Gains and and all of these dudes out here, uh, Bridgeville. I hope to hope to never step on any of their toes um, with any of my ideas, and just kind of respect each other as as designers and innovators. So, yeah, I mean, you got some really cool products you're working on. Um, I mean, if you can bring out a flywheel that's that's affordable, I think that'd be huge. Your spotter arms look like the coolest version of a spotter arm I've seen. I have to ask, like, what's what's your big uh, the big picture for Vendetta Strength? You have a day job. This is something you're doing on the side. Like, what's your ultimate goal? Yeah, so big picture-wise, um, I mean, we'll see. If I could turn this into a full-time um, gig, that would be awesome because, I, I mean, I, that is where my passion kind of lies is designing stuff and bringing stuff to life um, straight in front of me and then getting it out there to people so that way they can benefit from it. Um, that's the biggest thing. So if the dominoes um, fall in that direction, then, yeah, um, I might jump ship one day and, and hit it full-time um, until then. I'll devote as much time as I possibly can to uh, pushing out some more innovative products and building products and 
shipping them out and everything like that. So as of right now, I mean, I, I'm a pretty much a one man army. I've got two other engineers that I collaborate with and, and kind of bounce ideas off of um, and have them test my products. That way I can get some feedback because we all have kind of a different mindset and, and way of looking at things. And then if, uh, if the customer service and orders keep going the way that they're going, then I might have to pull my wife in and have her start handling some customer service and marketing stuff like that. Cause that's what she studied in college, but we'll see. We, uh, we got our, we got our first kid on the way in Congrats. October. So super excited about that. Super nervous at the same time, but, uh, I'm, I, we're both ready for the challenge and, and really, really excited. That is awesome. Follow up to that. How are you, you have a busy full-time job with a, quite a bit of responsibility. You have a side hustle right now that you really love and a number of projects within that side hustle, probably pretty difficult to figure out which one you need to work on the most. So I'm just curious, how are you managing your time these days? And then if you could, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, uh, is time management. So, um, I try to squeeze in a workout in the morning. That doesn't always happen. It's like at 6am or 6.30 or something. Then I head in the work around seven, seven 30, hop out of there four 35 ish. Um, and then luckily I'm close to home, 10 minutes from home from there, spend some time with my wife and eat dinner and whatnot, catch up on the day. And then through the, through the two years we've been married now, um, she's learned to understand my, my like ADHD and how I just can't sit still, cannot watch a show for more than 30 minutes. Like I just have to be go, 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 go. My mind's always turning with some kind of idea, uh, drove her up the wall in the beginning, but she's learned to love it now. So now. Spend some time with her, eat dinner, watch a little bit of show, catch up, and then I'll come down here and I'll start working on the business or working on an idea or something like that. Um, so about 10, 11 o'clock-ish, then I'll shower up, clean up, crawl on the bed, um, call it a night, schedule some like posts or emails or something like that to go out first thing in the morning. Um, and then Saturdays and Sundays, I do a lot of like customer service and stuff on those days too. So luckily I get every other Friday off, which is a godsend. So I'm able to like, do my do my running around town and and working with my local uh, manufacturing partners and picking up like uh, machine parts and, and laser cut parts and powder cut parts and stuff like that. So it works out pretty good. Definitely stressful at times, but that's Surely, I, I would much rather have it stressful than have it uh have it just kind of boring. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to to watching you, man. This is gonna be uh it's gonna be a cool one. Jake, anything else? Yeah, I'm also curious. Obviously you're young and you don't have like quite as many experiences as a lot of other people in general, but I'd be curious to hear if, because a lot of people designing fitness equipment have been doing it for a while, you know, at least from what it seems like, were there any advantages that you've gotten because of your working with like in a different industry, you've only been working on this type of stuff for a few years. Are you able to take some of what you've done in your earlier career in other areas and bring it here? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally have. So, uh, I mean, like I said, back in college, so I spent two years on that um, SAE Baja challenge. Like at that point in time, I was in college. I had had my general intro to 3D modeling and design, and I could draw shapes on a computer. Wow, whoop de do! congratulations. Big milestone. But there's a whole nother Pandora's box inside of that software that you get to learn as well. So being able to make those mistakes throughout that project um, that I was working on and then 
graduating uh, while also learning from those mistakes whenever we would like break the car or a, a design wouldn't work out like we wanted it to. Um, and then we would can it and then we, or we'd have to figure out how to fix it and keep going um, with what we had. So that's really where my stepping stone started to get my first job at that automation or robotics company. I literally walked in with a, a folder, um, just a plastic folder with my resume and about 10 screenshots of, of designs of that car that I had designed and, and handed it to them. And I, I got a call back that day and they're like, Hey, they're like, you want to come in for an interview? And I was like, or no, I think I got called call back like the next day. And then I got a call to come in for an interview the same day. I was like, Hey, I'm just like 10, 15 minutes up the road. I can be there in like two, two, three hours, whatever. Came in, interviewed, um, got that. And I say that because going into that job, I thought I was good at designing stuff and I was decent, but going into the real world, from college, I had a lot to learn as far as like tolerances, fitment, detailing parts, material, like selection and stuff like that. Um, so that definitely helped get me like on a fast path to, to really learn some stuff um, of, of how things are done. And I, I made some mistakes along the way for sure. You can ask the machine shop, some of those guys in the machine shop there, they're like, dude, they're like, this is stupid. It's not going to work. We can't make this. Or I'd, I'd dimension a hole wrong and then it would get down to assembly and they'd be like, hey, you uh, you got two tap holes that are lining up here. I was like, that ain't going to work right. <laughs> so I uh, definitely definitely paid my dues, made my mistakes along the way. So, yeah, um, it's it's been a fun process. I never thought I would be where I am today if I had looked back at that point in time. So, But, I mean, I was – so that was at the height of corona whenever I was there for about – two and a half years or two years was when Corona hit like December of 2019 and so on. And then that's whenever I had also bought the house and started building the home gym. So that's whenever I started kind of just drawing stuff on the computer and, and seeing if I had what it took to actually design this stuff. Um, but I didn't really start prototyping and building stuff in, in real life until like 2021. Cool. Does that answer your question? Yeah, good enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just wanted to get a gist of where your head was at. And then um, you mentioned like Jason from Surplus Strength and a few other people. Do you have a dream company or person that you'd love to collaborate with? I think Surplus would be awesome. Um, yeah. Because Jason's a solid dude. Uh, who else? Really, I mean, any American small um, gym equipment business, man. Like, I, I'm small. Um, there's other bigger ones out there or there's other ones that out there that establish better connections like manufacturing connections or anything like that. So I might have an idea that I can't bring to fruition. I'd love to be able to just reach out to them and be able to collaborate with them, work up some kind of deal. So that way we both benefit from it and, and the home gym community benefits from it. Um, and then, then go from there. So cool. Well, I mean, the flywheel seems like an awesome kind of match up with the not sure how your design is but that seems like it would be cool with the ups system yeah i uh i think i sent a teaser video to matt maybe pentagraph kurt at kurt walker was asking about the teaser whenever i posted a poll last weekend oh yeah <laughs> like, I, was, I i guess is the last question i did i did want to ask about that you posted a poll on instagram like what should i do next can you explain what the choices were and, and what the results were? 
Yeah. So it was a, what else do you want to see released next? And it was an adjustable leg roller because most of the leg rollers out there is kind of fixed mounted right now. And all of us are different. Literally every single person is different height, weight, size, leg size, whatever. Adjustable rack pad. Um, and I think these two were kind of misunderstood maybe was the adjustable rack pad and the multi-mount seat pad. So the multi-mount seat pad was the one that I held up earlier. That's the one that attaches any three by three tube. And then the adjustable rack pad, don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but it's like the one that Serenex makes, but it's a little bit different. Got it. Because you can attach separate things to it and remove separate things and got some more adjustability. And then the compact, affordable, adjustable flywheel. The flywheel was 38%. It was the winner. The multi-mount seat pad was 30%. The adjustable rack pad was 13 and the adjustable leg roller was 20. So if I go by that, then the flywheel is the next one to release. But caveat there, the leg roller, the rack pad, and the seat pad are three in one deal. Oh, nice. I was trying to picture the you talking about the seat earlier, and I think there's some potential with with what you're explaining earlier with that seat. And then, yeah, I, like I mentioned, the, the flywheel at a, a lower cost seems like an awesome product that many could benefit as well. So I think you're on the right path from what it sounds like in terms of what are you going to do next, at least. There's a prototype little flywheel plate right there. So I'm not joking whenever I say I got it right here on the floor. But <laughs> 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 it, uh, that is just that's spray painted gold right now. The idea is to have that um, yellow zinc chromated, um, which is like that grade eight bolt that uh, I think who is it weighted out. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with him or, or you've had that guy on the show, but ah yeah, y'all should um, weighted out. So he makes oh um, yeah 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 weighted yeah right. yeah I am familiar. Yeah, I have some plates of his. Yeah yeah, so he makes those super thin like laser cut. I think they're like three quarter inch or maybe half inch steel plates, solid steel plates. And that's what kind of finish he does on those, that yellow zinc, like grade eight finish on those. So super nice look, super clean look. And a lot of those like gold plated power bars and, and um, squat rack bars and stuff like that are kind of having those. I think that's what they have on them. I don't know what kind of gold plating they're using, but. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about while we have you? Not that I can think of. So just a, uh, Super excited to finally be doing this. Um, been been sitting on it and waiting on it. I had this idea in the back of my head for a long time. Got a list of like probably 50 possible business names on my phone um, that I was just sitting there soaking on and soaking on. It was actually Parabellum Athletics, Strength and Athletics in the beginning. My, my wife was like, eh, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. So uh -huh. changed it to a Vendetta. So I like that a lot more. Simple logo simple name yeah. um it's a fitting name too so kind of got a vendetta out there against like a under functional and under multi-purpose equipment there you so. go yeah it's nice cool you want to give them your plug yeah you can find us on instagram at vendetta strike and athletics um, we're on facebook as well facebook really doesn't take off as much as uh instagram does these days but we are on facebook as well so that's the plug website is vendetta strength and athletics.com so simple as that um Stay tuned for all that we got coming out because we're uh, just just getting kicked off and getting this ball rolling. Pre-orders are hopefully going to start flowing out this month, um, depending on manufacturing and stuff like that. I know a lot of the other guys that have been on here have talked about manufacturing. 
yeah. and all those hurdles that come with that. So yeah, looking forward to it, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for jumping on. That's going to do it for us. Did you like tonight's episode? Be sure to keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved in our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be a part of the conversation. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved in our website for all your home gym content needs. Jake, anything else? All done. All right, guys. Bye.